Welcome to Zichud Asiman, member by Avram Golar, and Tehra Mazechus Yuma, Dav Chav Aleph. The first parak, Shiva's Yami. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara brings the mission in Perky Alba's parak, Hey, Mishnah, Hey, that states, Asar Nisim Nasib of Migdash. Ten miracles were performed regularly in the base of Migdash, such as no woman ever miscarried due to the aroma of Kodesh meat. No fire was ever seen in the Azar base Hamit Pachaim, the Azar butchering place. A Kongal never became a Balkari on Yom Kippur. And Omdim Tzafufi Mishtachim Ravachim. They stood crowded together, yet prostrated with ample space. The Gemara challenges the Mishnah, suggesting there were more than ten miracles. But Levi said, The following statement is a tradition passed down to us from our fathers. The space taken up by the Arun is not included in the dimensions of the Kodeshim. The Gemara answers that the tunnel listed only the miracles that were visible outside and thus publicized. When the Gemara then asks why the fruit trees of gold that Shalom Melch planted, that miraculously brought forth their golden fruits at their appointed time were not included, the Gemara answers, Nisei de Kaviyah lo Kachashiv. Miracles that were permanently fixed in the temple were not included. He only listed miracles that were performed recurrently. Point number two, two of the ten miracles listed were that rain never extinguished the smoke from the Meracha and that the smoke never dispersed no matter how strong the winds were. The Gemara questions whether in fact there was smoke from the Meracha based on a brace of the taught that five things were stated regarding the fire of the Meracha. Number one, Rebutza Ka'ari, it crouched in the shape of a line. Number two, Uvarak Hakama, it was clear as the sun. Number three, Biyeshba Mama should have had substance. Number four, it consumed moist articles just like dry ones. And number five, it didn't produce smoke. The Gemara answers that the smoke referred to in the list of miracles was from the fire that was brought by the Kohanim. For was taught in the price of the Torah states, but Nasnu bin Arunakon Eshal Mizbeach, the sons of Arunakon shall place fire on the Mizbeach. Afo Pisha Ish, Yoredis Minishamayim, Mitzvah, Havi Minahedyo, even though the fire comes from the heaven, there's a mitzvah to bring fire from ordinary sources. And point number three, it was taught in the Brisa, Sheish Eshel's hand, there are six types of fire. The Brisa explains, Yesh Esh Ochel's Venushoy, so there's a fire that eats but doesn't drink, which is ordinary fire, which consumes solids and not liquids, Shosavenu Ochel's, it drinks, but doesn't eat, which refers to the fire of ill people, which makes them thirsty, but not hungry. Ocheles Vishosa. It eats and drinks, which refers to the fire of Eliyahu, which looked up the water in the trench in the incident with the prophets of Baal. Ocheles Lachim Kivation. It consumes moist articles, like dry ones, which refers to the fire of the Maracha. Yesh Esh Doche Esh. There's a fire that repels fire, which is the fire of the Malch Gavriel. Yesh Esh Ocheles Esh. And there's a fire that consumes fire, which is the fire of the Shekinah, referring to Hashem burning up the fiery angels, that argued against the creation of man. So once again, the three topics are number one. The Gemara brings the Mishnah in Perkiyavos, Perak Heb Mishnah that states, Asar Nisim Nasiba Beis Migdash. Ten miracles were performed regularly in the base of Migdash, such as no woman ever miscarried due to the aroma of the Kodesh meat, no fly was ever seen in the Azor, Beis Hamit Bechaim, the Azor butchering place, Akongal never became a Balkarian Yom Kippur, and Omdim Tzafufim and Mishtachim Yeravachim. They stood crowded together, yet prostrated with ample space. The Gemara challenges the Mishnah, suggesting there are more than ten miracles, Rabbi Levi said. The following statement is a tradition passed down to us from our fathers. The space taken up by the Arun is not included in the dimensions of the Kodesh Kadashim. The Gemara answers that the Tanah listed only the miracles that were visible outside and this publicized. When the Gemara then asks why the fruit trees of gold that Shlomo Melk planted, the miraculously brought forth their golden fruits at their appointed time were not included, the Gemara answers that miracles that were permanently fixed in the temple were not included. The only listed miracles that were performed recurrently. Point number two. Two of the ten miracles listed were that rain never extinguished the smoke from the Maracha and that the smoke never dispersed no matter how strong the winds were. The Gemara questions whether in fact there was smoke from the Maracha based on the breast of the taught that five things were stated regarding the fire of the Maracha. 
Number one, Rebutzaka Arya crouched in the shape of a lion. So Barakacham, it was clear as the sun. Number three, Yeshba Mamash, it had substance. Number four, Bochelis Lachin Kiyavashin, it consumed moist articles just like dry ones. And number five, Ve'inomala Ashan, it didn't produce smoke. Sagora so answered that the smoke referred to in the list of miracles was from the fire that was brought by the Kohani. For it was taught in the Bryce of the Torah states, the sons of Aaron Akon shall place fire on the Mizbeach. Even though that fire comes from the heaven, there's a mitzvah to bring fire from ordinary sources. And point number three is taught in the Brisa, Sheish Eishoshen. There are six types of fire. The Brisa explains, Yesh Eish Ochelis Ve'enoshoisa. This is fire that eats but doesn't drink, which is ordinary fire, which consumes solids and not liquids. Shosev Eino Ochelis, it drinks but doesn't eat, which refers to the fever of ill people, which makes them thirsty but not hungry. Ochelis Vishosa, it eats and drinks, which refers to the fire of Eliyahu, which licked up the water in the trench in the incident with the Nevi'e Abal. Ochelis Lachin Kiyavashin, it consumes moist articles like the dry ones, which refers to the fire of the Maracha, and Yesh Eish Doche Eish, there's a fire that repels fire, which is the fire of the Malach Gavriel, and Yesh Eish Ochelis Eish, there's a fire that consumes fire, which is the fire of the Shekhinah, referring to Hashem, burning up the fiery angels that argued against the creation of man. All right, so now we go to Simr Dav Chafalv, and our standard Simr is a car, and the reason why Chafalv is a car, because Bostonians, people from Boston, pronounce it a ka, a ka. So here goes. The flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke and got consumed by six types of fire. Once again, it's slow motion. The flying ka, ka, that must be more daf, kafalov. The flying ka that took a non-authorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the Mishnah in Yavas that lists ten miracles that occurred in the base of Migdash. The Gemara challenges the Mishnah, suggesting there are more than ten miracles. Rebbe Levi said, the following statement is tradition passed down to us from our fathers, makam arun eno minamita, the space taken up by the arun is not included in the dimensions of the Kodesh Kodashim. The Gemara answers, that the tunnel listed only the miracles that were visible outside and thus publicized. When the Gemara then asked why the fruit trees of gold that Shlomimelech planted, that miraculously brought forth their golden fruits at their appointed time, were not included, the Gemara answers, Nisi de Kavia lo miracles that were permanently fixed in the temple, were not included. He only listed miracles that were performed recurrently. So, the flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke, which reminds us two of the ten miracles listed were that rain never extinguished the smoke from the maracha and that the smoke never dispersed, no matter how strong the winds were. The more questions whether, in fact, there was smoke from the maracha, based on a price that taught that five things were stated regarding the fire of the maracha. It crouched in the shape of a line, it was clear as the sun, it had substance, it consumed moist articles just like dry ones, and the enamala ashen, it didn't produce smoke. Gemara answers that the smoke referred to in the list of miracles was from the fire that was brought by the Kohanim, for it was taught in a Bryce, the Torah states, The sons of Arnakon shall place fire on the Mizbeach. Even though that fire comes from the heaven, there's a mitzvah to bring fire from ordinary sources. So, the flying ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke and got consumed by six types of fire. Which reminds us, it was taught in a Bryce that Sheish Eishosen, there are six types of fire. The Bryce explains, there's a fire that eats but doesn't drink, which is ordinary fire, which consumes solids and not liquids. It drinks but doesn't eat, which refers to the fire of ill people, which makes them thirsty but not hungry. It eats and drinks, which refers to the fire of Eliyahu, which licked up the water in the trench in the incident with the Nivea Baal. It consumes moist articles like dry ones, which refers to the fire of the Maracha. Yesh Eish Doche Eish, there's fire that repels fire, which is the fire of the Malach Gavriel. And there's a fire that consumes fire, 
which is the fire of the Shekhinah, referring to Hashem burning up the fiery angels that argued against the creation of man. So once again, the flying Ka that took an unauthorized trip over the temple, where miracles occurred and trees of gold were planted, crashed into a pillar of smoke and got consumed by six types of fire. All right, now it's time for four blah bad chazorah. Daf Yedzain. So the similar Daf Yedzain is a used car. So here goes. After finally making a sale, the used car salesman, used car salesman, that must be Ron Daf Yedzain. After finally making a sale, the used car salesman drove to the very long Chamber of Lambs restaurant, which reminds us the Gemara Daf Tezvav Amun Base introduced a contradiction between a mission and time which stated that the Lishka Satlaim, the Chamber of Lambs, the lambs that had been inspected and blemish-free were restored, was in the northwest corner of the base of Moked, and a mission and Midos which stated that it was in the southwest corner. On this top, Rav Adabrader of Yitzhak said that that chamber extended towards both corners on the western side of the base of Moked, but did not quite reach each corner. To one coming from the north, the chamber appeared to be mainly in the south of the hall, and to one coming from the south, it appeared to be mainly in the north. So after finally making a sale, the used car salesman drove to the very long chamber of Lamb's restaurant and parked on the southwest corner across from the Lachamapani Bakery. Which reminds Ravada concludes that it's reasonable to say that the Lishka Satlan was mainly in the southwestern segment, based on how a contradiction was resolved between the two Mishnahis regarding the location of the Lishka where the Lachamapani was made, which was in the southeast corner of the base of Moket. Rav Huna of Yeshua said that the Mishnah Midos enumerates the chambers in the direction of left to right, whereas the Tana of the Mishnah Tamid enumerates the chambers in the direction of right to left. This answer only makes sense if the Lishka Zatlaim was mainly in the southwest. When the Gemara questions how Rav Huna of Yeshua could suggest that the Mishnah Tamid goes from right to left when we learn, that all the turns that you make should be to the right and to the east, and answers that this rule only applies with regard to Avodah, but here, it's merely an enumeration of the location of the chambers. So after finally making a sale, the used car salesman drove to the very long Chamber of Lambs restaurant and parked on the southwest corner across from the Lechem Apani Bakery, where a Kohen Gadol walked out carrying five loaves. Which reminds us, the mission stated, Shekohen Gadol Makriv Chalk Barosh Venotel Chalk Barosh. The Kohen Gadol has the first right to offer any portion and to take any portion. So Bryce is brought here that states when it comes to taking loaves, he takes one loaf from the Shtei Lechem, and four or five loaves from the Lechem Apanim, Rebbe says he always takes five loaves, for it's written, Maisel Arun Levanav, and it, referring to the Lechem Apanim, shall be to Arun and to his sons. This implies, Mechsel Arun, Mechsel Levanav, half to Arun and half to his sons. So Abai understands that the first din is in accordance with the Rabban who maintain that the Kohen Gadol takes less than half. The reason they hold that he takes one of the two loaves of the Shtei Lechem is that the Rabban concede with regard to a broken bread that it's improper to give such a piece to the Kohen Gadol. Daf Yudches, so the summer Yudches is a chuppah. So here goes. The wealthy, illiterate Kohen Gadol standing under the chuppah. Chuppah? That must be more on Daf Yudches. The wealthy, illiterate Kohen Gadol standing under the chuppah, which reminds the next mission states, in the morning of Yom Kippur, they stood the Kohen Gadol at the eastern gate of the Azorah, and they led before him oxen, rams, and sheep, so they should recognize them and be familiar with the Yom Kippur service. The grass, how is it possible the Kohen Gadol is not familiar with the Avodah? First time in Abraisa, the Pasuk states, and the Kohen who is exalted above his brothers. This teaches that the Kohen Gadol must be greater than his brothers in strength, beauty, wisdom, and wealth. Rav Yosef answered that the mission is referring to the period of Baisheni, when the corrupt kings of the Chashmanai began to sell the office of Kohen Gadol to the highest bidder, even if he wasn't familiar with the Avodah of Yom Kippur. So, the wealthy illiterate Kohen Gadol standing under the Chuppah, who covered his eyes whenever he saw a goat, which reminds us, the more brings a brace that states, the goats were also brought before the Kohen Gadol in the morning of Arab Yom Kippur, and asked why Artana did not mention them. When the Gemara answers that since they come to atone for a sin, the Kohen Gadol might become despondent upon seeing them, the Gemara follows up and notes that a Chattah's bowl should also not be brought since it comes to atone for sin. 
To this, the Gemara responds that since the Chattis Bull comes to atone for the Kongado and for all the Kohanim, if there's anyone among the Kohanim who has something that must be corrected, the Kongado is aware of it, and he gets them to do Teshuvah. However, among all Israel from whom the goats come to atone, he can't know who committed a sin, therefore seeing them will make him despondent. So the wealthy illiterate Kongado standing under the Chuppah, who covered his eyes whenever he saw a goat, didn't realize his call only married him for the money, and was planning to get divorced as soon as he left town. Which reminds us, whenever Rav or Rav Nachman would visit a place, they would seek a woman who would be willing to marry them for the days they were there, and then get divorced. When the Gemara asks how that's possible, given that there's a brisa that teaches that one should not marry women in different countries, lest their children unknowingly come to marry one another, the Gemara answers, Rabban and Kala Eselu, the rabbis were famous, so the children would be well known as their offspring. When Rav asked how it was still possible, given that the women were required to observe seven clean days, before the wedding, the Gemara answers that the rabbis would send a messenger in advance so the woman could prepare. Another answer was that the rabbis would only go privately with them, but would not engage in marital relations. Because there's no comparison between one who's bread in his basket to one who has no bread in his basket. Dafyutes. So the symbol Dafyutes is a yacht. So here goes. The yacht passengers. Yacht. That must be run Dafyutes. The yacht passengers who sailed around the temple courtyard, which reminds us, which reminds where Papa said the Kongado had two chambers, the Lishka's Barhedron, where he stayed, and the Lishka's base of Tinas, where he went had to do Chafina, the Katoris. But Papa didn't know which one was in the north and which one was in the south, and concludes the Lishka's Barhedron was in the south, because if it was in the north, it'd be a big tircha for the Kongado to walk around the Azor in the morning to go to the Mikvah and then do the same after his immersion at the end of the day. The Gemara rejects for Papa's proof, saying, We purposely burden more than necessary, so that if he's a Tzaduki, he'll not seek the position. Alternatively, even if he's not a Tzaduki, we burden him, Shul Tazuk, Daitolov, so that he shouldn't become haughty on account of his position. So the yacht passengers who sailed around the temple courtyard were so horrified when they saw a battered dead Kongala dragged out, which reminds us, the Gemara brings an incident of a Tzaduki Kongala that brought Katoris into the Kodesh while it was burning on the coals. One version of the story has this Saduki proud of his accomplishment died a few days later and thrown into a trash heap and worms crawled out of his nose. Another version relates that he was smitten on his way out of the Kodesh Kodeshim where he was still in the Kodesh for Bechia taught in a Bryce, which states that some sort of sound was heard in the Azara indicating that a Moloch had come and struck him on his face and when the Kodim went to investigate they found a mark like the sole of a rounded foot between his shoulders which is a sign he was smitten by a Moloch since the sole of their feet are like the sole of a rounded foot. So the yacht passengers who sailed around the temple courtyard were so horrified when they saw a battered dead Kohen Gadol dragged out that they made sure to only speak Torah the rest of the trip. Which reminds us, it was taught in a b'risa b'dibarta bam, and you should speak of them, referring to words of Torah, bam, yeshachal rishos l'dabar, you have permission to speak of Torah matters, but not of other matters. Rashi explains that this excludes worthless matters, such as idle chatter of children and calls rosh. Rabbi Yachas of the Pasuk says, Make Torah matters a fixture in your life and do not make them a temporary occupation. Rabbi said, One engages in trivial conversation, transgresses a positive commandment. As the Pasuk implies, Of them, but not of other matters. Dav Chaf, so the similar Dav Chaf is a cafe. So here goes. Cafe 364 Cafe, that must be more on Dav Chaf. Cafe 364, which reminds us, on Daf Yotez, the Gemara taught that the Kongado was kept up all night, and a brice was brought that in the provinces they used to remain awake the night of Yom Kippur, Zechel and Mikdash, as a commemoration of the practice on the base of Mikdash, El Shayuchotin. However, in a certain place, it would sin during the night. While she explains that instead of learning, they spent time in the company of women, which led to sin. On this stuff, Abai and some say Rav Nachman Yitzhak said, the Bryce is referring to Nardah. For Eliyahu said to Rav Sela the Chassid, you always say, why is Mashiach not come? And on the holiest days, a number of virgins were bed in Nardah. 
So if you had asked Eliyahu, what Akash Baruch Hu says about this? And Eliyahu replied, he says, Pesach sin crouches at the door. Rush explains that the Yetzirah causes man to sin. Or you then ask what the son says, and Eliyahu replied, the son Yom Kippur has no permission to prosecute. Or Rami Barham has said that this is derived from the fact that the gematria of Hasatan is 364. On 364 days of the year, the son has permission to prosecute, but in Yom Kippur, which is the 365th day, he has no permission. So Cafe 364 had a famous rooster that crowed so loudly at opening time, which reminds the next mission states, And on the Chagim, even before the call of the Gever arrived, the Azor was filled with Jews. Rashi explains that the people arrived early with their Karbanas to bring them as soon as the Tamid had been offered. There's a Malchokas regarding the meaning of Kriyas HaGever. Rav said Karagavra means the call of a person. Rashi explains there was an officer in the base of Migdash whose duty was to announce to the Kohanim and Levim that the time for the vote had begun. Rabbi Shiva said, Karatarnagola, it means the call of a rooster. So, Cafe 364 had a famous rooster that crowed so loudly at opening time that it blew out the ears of the Roman crowds gathering outside under the ball of the sun. Which reminds us, it was taught in Nebraisa, Shalosh Kolos Hochim Mesofa Omad Sofa. Three sounds travel from one end of the world to the other end. They are the sound of the ball of the sun, the sound of Roman crowds, and the sound of the neshama when it leaves the body. Some say the sound of birth as well, a sunset. And some say the sound of Rija, which was the sound of the Malkin charge of rain. The Rabban beseeched Kosh Baruch for mercy concerning the sound of the soul when it leaves the body, Ubatalua, and they eliminated it. All right, now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which of the when the Rabbanu Brave of Yitzhak said that the Lishka's base of time was very long and extended to both corners of the western side of the base of Moked? That's on Daf. Yitzhak. Good. Number two. Which of the when the two of the three sounds that travel from one end of the earth to the other is the ball of the sun and the sound of Roman crowds? That's on Daf. Chaf. Good. Number three. Which of the when the ten miracles occurred recurrently in the base of Megdash and were visible to the public? That's on Daf. Chafal. Good number four. Which of the one about the incident on the Tzaduki went to the Kodesh Kodoshim with smoke and was smitten by a moch on his way out? That's on Daf. Your test. Good number five. Which of the learned that the Yetzar has no permission to prosecute on Yom Kippurim, which is derived from the Gematria of Hasatan, which is 364? That's on Daf. Chaf. Good number six. Which of the learned that rain never extinguished the pillar of smoke from the Maracha and the smoke was never dispersed by the winds? That's on Daf. Chafalov. Good number seven. Which of the one that Rav and Rav Nachman would marry women in places they traveled to and then divorce them when they left? That's on Daf. Yudches. Good number eight. Which of the one that there are six types of fire? That's on Daf. Chafalov. Good number nine. Which of the one that the burden of walking the Lichlis Barhedra in the north around the Azar to the Mikvah in the south would helpfully dissuade a Tzaduki from doing the Avodah? That's on Daf. Your test. Good. At number 10, which definitely that a goat was not brought before the Kongada because he'd become despondent since it's brought for the nation's sins. That's on Dav. Your test. Excellent. That concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Ramgold and Zikr wishing you a great day and great learning.